0: This is Money, Motivation, and Mike. And I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the show that will change your life. Please contact us at info at mx3.vip with all your emails, questions, and comments. And find us on our con- our content at mx3.vip or on our YouTube at youtube.com slash at mx3podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon to get notified of all our new content, which comes out every Monday morning around 9 o'clock. And speaking to all you listeners and viewers, continuing to work on our numbers uh, on on a daily basis now, not only just a weekly or monthly basis, but Jason, just over the last 48 hours, we've had 622 views on our YouTube channel and 7558 downloads on our podcast audio channel in the last seven days so six twenty two on forty eight hours and seventy five fifty eight on downloads on podcast and obviously seventy five hundred and fifty eight times four weeks is over thirty thousand and that seems to be the threshold we've now hit that we're staying above as we pursue what we want, we're happy with where we are that's right as always hey, continuing on here with our Dallas cowboys section, and how about those Dallas cowboys who um well they played somebody I think it was the New York football Giants they didn't they didn't show up very well. I think the Giants are going to start this week, which is just fine with me. And oh, by the way, the Houston Oilers did not lose this week, Jason. People asking me uh, on the on the on the show here why we have a Houston Oiler helmet. Well, because Houston Oilers was an original AFL team and they are from Texas, so we have the Houston Oilers that no longer exist. That's why they will never lose again. They are now the Tennessee Titans. Also were the they also were the Tennessee Oilers at one time too, when they continued to wear the Houston Oilers oiler outfit before they moved to Knoxville. Their original season was in Memphis, all kinds of episodes moving forward. And Mm -hmm. also a little, little tidbit here. I got some information. People want to know if we were ever going to have a show about the Godfather because they saw our pops here uh, on, Mm -hmm. on our table of, of uh, the, the, the Godfathers, the brothers, uh, Marlon Brando, Pacino Khan, all, all those, all those guys. So, uh, when time permits we'll have us a godfather episode i uh, really really enjoyed that show it was voted the number one show of the of the, uh, at the turn of the century it was the number one show from the year 1900 to the year 1999 did you know that i did not know that and the number two show was godfather too how about that incredible yeah with 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 the jaws and the roots and and uh, all those kind of shows star wars those are all top 10 Top 10 shows, but number one and number two belong to Godfather one and Godfather number two, not to get onto that, but that is, that, 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 is, that would be a great show that I'm looking forward to. And also, um, just on a t- tidbit here, cause you know, we've been doing some, some reaction videos, some reaction shows, and, uh, it appears a b- big, big note that came out, uh, here in the, in the last day that, uh, impeachment talks on president Joe Biden have started up Jason, uh, over sure. his, his, um. Son's business partners in the Ukraine, and that world-famous word, or maybe thats that two words, witch hunt? Is that one word or two? I think it's it's two, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We didn't come from the most educated backgrounds. Mm. You and I did. No. I didn't. Uh, But witch hunt is the word that uh, I think all Democrats and all Republicans both use, depending on when they need it. So we're going to be right down the line here. But, yes, that talk has started. and, And I don't know, maybe on the next episode, we'll have to step off of football for a moment. And move over to a reaction video of what I'm sure will be some entertaining stuff over the next week. But we'll see where that is. Moving back along to our Dallas Cowboys, who obviously had a phenomenal, phenomenal week uh, starting out the season on Sunday night football against the New York Football Giants. Real quickly, why do they call them the New York Football Giants, Jason? Do you know? No, tell me. Because there used to be a New York Baseball Giants. I see. They're now Makes the San sense. Francisco Giants. Makes perfect sense. And so they had the New York Giants, which was in business before the football team. The baseball mm-hmm. team owed Willie Mays. Willie Mays' days, you know, uh, way back then. And the Giants are owed, too. Don't, don't get me wrong. They're, they're a longtime NFL team as well. But the New York Giants was the baseball team. And the New York football Giants, obviously the football team. And what's also interesting is, at one time, the Giants played at Yankee Stadium. Home of the New York Yankees, not the New York Giants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New York City. Don't you love it? Got to love it. Yes, sir. Okay. What I was thinking about here, just like with our first episode on the Dallas Cowboys, and it had a lot of conversations about the Washington Redskins, which is now the Washington Commanders, and over the last couple of years was the Washington football team, and how um the start of the Dallas Cowboy franchise had tied in to the Redskins and the owners and their squabbles, and then the selling of, uh, of, of a um, Hell to the Redskins song, which, by the way, no longer gets played. Um, each one of these particular segments along the Cowboys' history involves uh, a particular team. Now, we, we don't set it up that way. It's just the way it's happened. Like, we're now into uh, 1966, 1967. 66, 67, 68, and 69, the first four years of the NFL-AFL merger, which eventually becomes the NFL. Those are the first four Super Bowls. And the first four Super Bowls were called the NFL-AFL championship. The first Super Bowl to be called Super Bowl was Super Bowl V, which the Dallas Cowboys played in against the Baltimore Coats. Now, you think about that. The Baltimore Coats, that was the team that I forgot last week when I was naming off teams that moved over. Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Coats. Those are original NFL teams. I don't want to say original, long-time NFL teams that when they put the merger together, some teams from the NFL had to go over to the AFL, which is now the AFC, and so we can even things out. So you think about the Baltimore Coats. In Super Bowl three, they played the New York Jets, who, by the way, is who the Dallas Cowboys play this week. They played the New York Jets, and the Baltimore Coats were an NFL team. In Super Bowl V, they played the Dallas Cowboys, which was the Cowboys' first appearance in the Super Bowl NFL-AFL championship, uh, but it was called Super Bowl V. And the Baltimore Coats were an AFL team because they had went to the AFL. So in the first five years of the championship game, however you want to call it, the Baltimore Coats had represented both uh, leagues or conferences in the Super Bowl. A little tidbit that most people don't know. Very cool. Yes, that, that's exactly right. And you know that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl three was the Don Shula team that, and that was also the Joe Namath deal. But going back to 1966, the very first year. This is interesting stuff, and there's a whole lot of Dallas Cowboy fans out there that don't know this history, and they should know this history. Going back to 1966, which is the first year that the NFL and the AFL decided to play each other in a championship game, which would eventually be called Super Bowl I. Okay, so now we've got the NFL conference championship, if you will. It was then just the NFL League Championship. So, the Dallas Cowboys play the Green Bay Packers, which we now know, 40, 50 years later, have had a lot of history and a lot of meaningful games. So, here we go. 1966, Jason, the very first ever NFL Conference Championship game was held at the Cotton Bowl. Don Meredith, our quarterback. And as a matter of fact, that game came down to the last play. I believe we got beat thirty-seven to, uh, 34-27. But there was a play that Don Meredith, it was a—it was a, I don't want to call it a Hail Mary, because they were on down there close. But it was a desperation pass thrown into the end zone to tie the game. So the Dallas Cowboys are that close to going to Super Bowl one, One play away. Okay, now we come Packers go on and win Super Bowl one against the Kansas City Chiefs, who, by the way, have obviously done very well over the last half a dozen years. Mm-hmm. Okay. We go to Super Bowl two. Super Bowl two is once again the Green Dallas Bay. Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Played at Lambeau Field, better known as the Ice Bow. Mm-hmm. Temperatures in the the minuses. I mean, like minus 10, 15, 20. Something crazy, you know, and that storm blew in overnight. Just remember that game. The one foot line. I mean, everybody can see Bark Starr still taking that uh that quarterback sneak and and, I mean and and the Packers did a good job. They, you know, we had chances there to win that game and put it away, but they drove that 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 drive all the way down to the one yard line. I don't know, I think it was it was less than twenty seconds. And quarterback sneaked in, you know. Uh, the I think it was right there in the middle, Jethro Pugh getting pushed out of the way, just sliding like an ice skater. And Bart Starr scores; they win seventeen to fourteen. Now, the reason I bring that up is because when you win the Super Bowl, you get a trophy called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. The reason you the reason it's called the Vince Lombardi Trophy is because of the success that the Packers had in the 1960s. Their final success was in the 67, 66 and 67 seasons where they won the NFL, NFL-AFL championship called NFL-AFL championship one and two, which we now know as Super Bowls one and two. If two different plays had happened in two different directions, let's say the, the Packers had fumbled down there, let's say that Don Meredith's pass had been completed and the Cowboys had won the first two Super Bowls, that trophy could very well be called the Tom Landry Trophy Hmm. because we win Super Bowls one and two, and then we play in five more Super Bowls from Super Bowl five to Super Bowl 13. Think about how close that trophy is to being the Tom Landry Trophy. Most people never think about that. Now, that all starts with the Green Bay Packers. And after Vince Lombardi left the Green Bay Packers, and by the way, he coached the Washington Redskins. That was where he finished his final career. I think he only coached there one year, maybe two. But he became a Washington Redskin. I guess he liked beating the Cowboys. (laughs) So he went to Washington to get to play them twice a year since they were in the same division. Uh, But but nevertheless, more ties there. And I've always thought that was intriguing on how close – the Cowboys were to having those two Super Bowls. You know, and you go along into those seventies when the Cowboys barely lost out on just a couple of different plays to the Pittsburgh Steelers and could have won those Super Bowls, Super Bowl ten and Super Bowl thirteen against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, we eventually we did get them in Super Bowl thirty uh with with the triplets and and gang. Um and by the way, Boomer Center OU a uh, uh, legendary coach Barry Switzer at the helm just right for for the giggles. <laughs> um, you know, it's like this, and I'm getting off track here. If you're not going to give Barry Switzer credit, how could you ever give Jerry Jones credit for those, four, for those three Super Bowls in four years? Right. How, how could you? Because, you know, Jones always says that he was right in the middle of it. Well, in those three Super Bowls, they all... J- Super Bowl 30 was won by Jimmy Johnson even though he wasn't on the field and hadn't been on the field for two years in people's eyes. That's... Switcher gets no credit and I'm okay. I'm fine with that. It was, it was, it was set there. 500 people could have coached that team. So how can you give credit to Jerry Jones? If you're not going to give credit to Barry switcher, same, the same top two people had that much involvement with the team. Very little. All right. Back on these Packers and this cowboy, this cowboy tradition that these two people, these, these two teams have evolved in. So we play in the NFL, AFL championship games, Uh, Excuse me. we pay in the NFL championship game to go to Super Bowls 1 and 2 in 66-67. And then the Packers, they went on a skid for a long time. A long, long time. Now, here comes some really good history. You tell me. Everybody knows about 92, 93, and 95, and Dallas ended up becoming the team of the 1990s. Let's think about how close that was to not happening. Okay. Let's go back to 1988 season. All right. Back then – the two worst teams in the league played each other twice. didn't matter who you were. If it was the St. Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Bengals, they played each other twice. All right? In 1988, the Dallas Cowboys went 3-13. and 13. All right? Going into the final game of the season, the Dallas Cowboys had the number two pick. the The Green Bay Packers had the number one pick. So in the in in the draft of nineteen eighty-nine, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers, all they had to do was lose. And they have the number one pick. And they go out and win. And they had beaten us in the season of eighty-eight. So they won the tiebreaker over the better record of the three and thirteens. So we get the number one pick, and we take Troy Aikman and the Green Bay Packers. See if you know this name, Jason mm-hmm. Tony Manrich. No idea. Yep, nope. and obviously not the best choice. Well, and it really hurts when your big rival, the Detroit Tigers, talking. Excuse me, the Detroit Lions, the Green Bay Packer rival, takes Barry Sanders with the third pick. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's never done much of nothing. Has okay, he? knowing how important Tom Landry loved Lyman. Offense and defense. I mean, that's why we have our share of Hall of Famers, the Bob Lillies and the Randy Whites, uh, you know, and the and, and the and the and the Rayfield rights of the world. That and and of course, Larry Allen didn't play for him, but you know, we have our share of offensive defensive linemen in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tom Landry could have very easily. And remember this: we have Herschel Walker on our team, Mister All Around World Herschel Walker. So, there's no reason to take Barry Sanders with the number two pick. Mm-hmm. We very well could have taken Tony Mandridge ourselves because he needs a lineman to go mm-hmm. block for O'Herschel. So, if the Green Bay Packers lose the last game of the season, 1988, they have the opportunity to take one Troy Aikman. Would they have? They would have. Yeah. 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 Uh, they had the magic man with Don Mikowski. I believe at the helm, it was he was a one he's a one hit wonder, uh, good guy liked him loved loved his uh, excitement his magic late late matter of fact his late his late comebacks in games was the reason they won that last game in 1988. <laughs> so they take Tony Marinridge to I guess protect Don Mikowski. <laughs> and both of them are gone within just a couple of years, and that's how they end up trading why they ended up trading to the Atlanta Falcons and getting Brett Favre. You didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Yeah, Brett Favre was a was a drafted by the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons because Jerry Glanville loved the flash of Brett Favre, little old boy from southern Mississippi. And then that turns into us playing them in the playoffs in 93, 94, and 95, back to back to back. Remember, Favre never could beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean There was a game In late ninety uh, nine. Troy Aikman Michael Irvin Emmitt Smith Were all out Matter of fact Michael Irvin Was on the verge Of retirement After getting planted Into the Vet stadium Up there at Philadelphia In third or fourth game Of of, uh, of 1999 mm-hmm. Aikman and Irvin Did not play Our boy um, Red Red Jesus Tracy Garrett Yes <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say his name <laughs> Uh, Jason Garrett comes in and saves the day and beats Brett Favre. I mean, Favre was like nine and oh and nine, oh, and nine against the Cowboys. But that leads us into more Packer history mm-hmm. of how we beat them in '93, '94, '95, and the '95 was a championship game, just like '66 and '67. And then I believe we also played them in 1981 in the strike year where you had to win like 3 games. It it was it was a it was a crazy deal. Uh the the strike year cuz we only played 9 games. Um um to to no, excuse me. In 82. 82. Okay. 82. 81 was the uh the catch San Francisco. 82 was the was the Redskins beating us to go to the Super Bowl. But in that short si- uh, uh um strike year cuz they the NFL struck uh went on strike in 82 and 87. That's another uh, the 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 Washington Redskins. Going back to the last episode, they won both of those Super Bowls in the short striking, stricken, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. year of eighty two and eighty seven. So they've only won real super one real Super Bowl in our cowboy minds. That was in ninety one, <laughs> uh, uh, but but nevertheless, we come to two thousand fourteen and two thousand sixteen. Two thousand fourteen, we're at Lambeau Field. That's the Des Bryant catch non catch game. Mm. And then 2016 they come down here and beat us again. Uh in in both of those were in divisional rounds. So I know of seven different playoffs and maybe even an eighth in 1982 where the Cowboys and the Packers have butted heads in the playoffs. A lot of history between the Cowboys and the Packers and and where they are and 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 where how, how they went, how we went. But to me that that rivalry Obviously, all the way all went all the way back to the 1960s. And remember, as we pointed out in the last show, uh, Vince Lombardi and Tom Landry coached together with the New York Football Giants in the in the late 1950s. Lombardi was the offensive coordinator, and Landry was the defensive coordinator. So they knew each other very well. And here we go, finishing out the decade with them two um, uh, hitting on each other to go to what ends up being Super Bowls one and Super Bowls two. Super Bowl two. Uh, so I think that's very intriguing information. And like I say, as we go along with this, with this series of talking about, um, a, a lot of things, trying to focus on, on, um, America's team, uh, the Dallas Cowboys and I, and a lot of oh, other not America's team, cause they hadn't won in 27 years. And I can see the argument to that, but what makes you America's team? What makes you somebody's team is the following that you have. And as we know, in most stadiums that the Cowboys go to, they have the most fans there. And as I have pointed out on this show in the past, uh, Cowboys count for about a fourth of the merchandise that is sold by the National Football League. And the, the networks are always fighting to get the Cowboys on their, on their particular uh, network. So what I mean by that is, obviously, they're an NFC team. And, and what is it? Is it Fox that has the NFC now? Where in the olden days CBS had it, but when 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 they because because whoever is the visiting team when when the interconference games happen, that's who gets to broadcast the game. So when Dallas Cowboys go visit the Miami Dolphins here in December, then the Fox gets to v- broadcast that game. But when uh, um, l- l- let's say the Jets this week, now the Jets come into town to play the Cowboys, so. The AFC network will get to broadcast that game, which I believe is NBC. You know we have so many we have so many different it used to be CBS, NBC and ABC had Monday Night Football mm-hmm. and that's where it was. Now you know ESPN's got some and ABC's got some and the NFL network has the Thursday Night football deal, blah blah blah. But that is why you have to think about the fact of if this game coming up on uh, on Sunday with the Cowboys and the Jets, See, that's, that's the AFC's, NBC's opportunity to broadcast the Cowboys. But if they put that game on Monday Night Football, A, uh, NBC don't get that game. That's now becomes an NFC game, uh, uh, an ESPN game. And now they've lost out. So that's why you never see those interconference games being played on in the spotlight type game, such as Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football a Saturday night football in December because whatever network is going to cover that game, they lose out on that game because they don't get to cover the Cowboys. Gotcha. And when these networks are looking for who they're going to put in primetime game. So we'll just take, uh, last week, I don't really call the chiefs and the Lions a big time game, even though the Lions won. Uh, but, but we we'll, we'll, we'll do this we'll call it the Eagles and the 49ers cuz they played each other last year in the NFC Championship game so this week the NFC this this primetime game of being the Eagles and the 49ers they're not going to put that game on Sunday night football Monday night football because they're going to have that as a primetime game on Sunday afternoon they're going to put an oddball game on those other times that one of the one of the teams is a big time team because whoever pays for the NFC, such as Fox, they want those two powerhouses on their network, not on Sunday night football. All right. So then they go through the they go through the conference, they go through the schedule. The network does. And there isn't a primetime game such as Eagles 49ers. They're all kind of dud filler games. Card- Cardinals playing the Seahawks, whatever they always know they can put the Cowboys in prime time and they're going to get monumental ratings. It don't matter if the Cowboys are one in fifteen now one in sixteen since we mm-hmm. have a 17 game schedule that's where they can go with that um, and we also know that our numbers show that a lot of people like to listen to our show and a lot of people have listened to this cowboy stuff over the last episode and I'm sure we'll be on this one as well now with you becoming America's team and really national team because you got to remember the Cowboys were the first team to ever go to foreign soil in 19 um 1986 played a preseason game against the bears at Wembley Stadium in London England that was the first out of the United States game that ever was and now obviously they've been back there <clears throat> Cowboys first team to go to Mexico City you know you can go take a preseason game and put the Cowboys at some foreign territory, and they're going to be knocking each other down to get those tickets. Number one, because it's the NFL. Number two, because it's the the Dallas Cowboys. And in my eyes, there are two teams in this world that everybody knows. It's the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Yankees, Mm -hmm. those pinstripes. And frankly, I think that most of your new generation, 40, 40 and less, They know the star. Yeah. They don't necessarily know what the pinstripe is. There are other teams. New York Mets wear pinstripes. I mean, I know what it is. I know what that NY on the on the on the chest stands for. I know what that that dark hat with those white letters. Uh, but I'm more of a historian and I like that stuff. But a person in a foreign territory, they know that star. And speaking of that logo, as you can see for you listeners, And obviously our viewers can see this, but you listeners, we've taken the four Dallas Cowboy helmets um, that they have basically have worn over the last since 1960 to today. And the Dallas Cowboy Blue Star logo, which represents Texas as the long star state, that's what the star is all about, is one of the most well-known logos in professional sports. I believe it is the most known logo in professional sports. The Blue Star originally, I don't know if people know this, was a solid star. And it was a solid star until the white stripe was added in 1964, and the logo has remained the same since. So we have the four, or we have the four original helmets. They've done some off stuff along the ways, and and they've mixed and matched. But these are the four helmets that we have on display right now on our show, with the original white helmet and the navy, the navy star, the na- the navy uh, lines on the top. Uh, the stripes, that's the original. Okay. And then in 19, 1964, they went to the gray helmet. And the star stayed the same. star stayed the same except for we did put a white line around the star. Okay. And, and and remember, it's the dark blue. It's it's on the verge of the navy blue. That's That's on the cowboy helmet. And then in 1966, the cowboys changed the blue more to a royal blue than the navy blue and it was just for that one year and apparently people got to i like that helmet mm-hmm. that 1966 helmet they only wore one year is uh my favorite helmet but apparently uh didn't it didn't go so well with, the, with 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 um uh popular opinion so they went back to the navy stripes which is the helmet here on the end which is the silver helmet with the with the two navy stripes on top, the white stripe down the middle, the star on the side with the white lining around the star. And that's been the helmet ever since 1967 Ford, except for 1976, which was the 200th birthday of the United States of America when the Dallas Cowboys took their helmet and made it red, white, and blue stripes on top. And they wore that helmet in 2022 last year as well for a couple of games. Um, I know of at least one. That they did, but I thought it was two. But nevertheless, those are the four helmets that we have uh, on our show today, showing what the cowboy helmets look like of 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 old and and of new. Cowboys have basically had that same helmet since 1967. They do wear that throwback helmet every once in a while, Mm -hmm. and they wore the red, white, and blue helmet. Uh, Like I say, last year I know for sure. I think I I think over time because after I saw that helmet last year that they were wearing, I think they've worn it four or five times since 19 since 1976 but it's a cool helmet too um first time i saw it in a picture that roger Staubach had on i thought it was a misprint that somehow red got on their helmet that that maybe they're playing the red skins and, and red got on the helmet i said no way they got a red white and blue stripe down the middle of their helmet but they did uh so those are the four main helmets that the cowboys have worn to become america's team over the last uh let's see here now 60 63 years 63 years and it seems like half of those years, well, since nineteen uh since uh, nineteen ninety five. Um we're 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 on a dry spell, brother. We 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 need or something we, we need something to happen. Yeah. Uh for for sure. Um okay. I know we've touched a lot on Dallas Cowboys today and we've got a couple more episodes to go. And I've also told you that at some point I wanna have an episode, a show over my hero of sports world roger Stahlback, who hangs here on our wall and um that's the shirt that i always wear on game day and i should have brought it today i should have had it on that was my point but uh somehow i didn't get into the car and therefore i didn't get to wear it on the show mm. next week if i'm gonna wear it next week no matter what even if we move back over and talk about what's going on in in in, in joe biden's life mm. the witch hunt uh, or or we move on to something else, or another reaction video that we just have to show, we will. If not, we got a couple more episodes on our Dallas Cowboys. And remember, I've also talked about the AFN-NFL merger, and I've tried to throw in some of that stuff along the way as well. And we're going to have to have an episode over the Super Bowl. But I think we're going to save the Super Bowl episode for late January as we get close to the Super Bowl and, and give out all that good stuff. Because it is still... The biggest event in the world once a year, uh, no matter what people think, everybody stops and watches the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They may not know what football is. They may not even know what NFL is. There may be somebody living under a rock that don't know what the Cowboy helmet is. Right. But they stop and they watch the Super Bowl. Yep. And um, that's, that's good stuff. Once again, for Money, Motivation, and Mike, we always try to bring you content that we find valuable to you. Obviously, Dallas Cowboys is very valuable to anybody who has any type of sports knowledge at all. And those who don't, they know who the Dallas Cowboys are. You can always find our info at mx3.vip, and you can email us info at mx3.vip. And don't forget to go out and listen and, and see our, our YouTube. You really want to tune in next week. When I want to have my Roger Staubach journey. Um youtube.com slash at MX three podcast. And don't forget to hit the like, subscribe and hit the bell icon to receive all our content, which as you know, comes out every Monday morning around nine o'clock. So once again, for everyone who's been a part of this show of money, motivation, and Mike continue to live your life the right way.